Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Raffalino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. Following an internal audit, Apple announced it placed its supplier Wistron on probation for violating its supplier code of conduct. Apple found Wistron failed to implement proper working hour management processes at its factory in India's Karnataka state, resulting in payment delays for contract workers between October and November. Protests about the payment delays by workers on December 12th forced Wistron to temporarily shut down the plant. Wistron says it's reshaping its management team and setting up anonymous complaint hotlines for workers. Congress passed the Television Viewer Protection Act last December, and its provisions went into effect December 20th of this year. The law forbids ISPs from charging customers rental fees on equipment customers own, as well as requiring TV providers to be transparent with monthly service charges with customers before they are under contract, including company-imposed fees and an estimate of taxes in quoted service costs. The law also provides a 24-hour period for customers to cancel new cable service without a penalty. Reuters sources are bringing back the Apple car rumors, saying Apple is targeting 2024 for a passenger vehicle with self-driving and new battery technology. Project Titan, as it's known internally at Apple, has seen focus shift from a car built entirely from scratch to more software-based efforts. Apple's reported strategy for a new battery design could radically reduce the cost of batteries and increase the vehicle's range. Sources have said they expect Apple to sign a manufacturing partner to build the vehicles or even reduce its efforts to an autonomous driving system that would be in cars made by a traditional automaker. Law enforcement agencies from the U.S., Germany, France, Switzerland, and the Netherlands seized the web domains and server infrastructure across five countries of VPN services insorg.org, safeinet.com, and safeinet.net. The three are believed to be operated by the same individual or group and widely advertised on both Russian and English-speaking cybercrime forums. The U.S. Department of Justice and Europol claimed that the three companies' servers masked the identities of ransomware gangs, web skimmers, fishers, and hackers involved in account takeovers. Europol said it plans to analyze the collected information and begin to take action against some of the service's users. The Wall Street Journal reports that, according to an unredacted draft of a redacted lawsuit filed by 10 states against Google last week, the company and Facebook agreed to cooperate and assist one another should they face an investigation into their pact to work together in online advertising. Ten attorneys general alleged the two companies made a deal in September 2018 that Facebook wouldn't compete with Google's online advertising tools in return for special treatment when it used them. Google has already said these claims are inaccurate and that such agreements over antitrust threats are extremely common. Facebook also disputes the allegations, saying its agreement for bidding on advertising promotes choice and creates clear benefits for advertisers, publishers, and of course, small businesses. The security firm Celebrite claims it can decrypt messages sent through the Signal app on Android. Celebrite claims to have found a decryption key that unlocks Signal's message databases. Creator of Signal, Moxie Marlinspike, noted that the process described by Celebrite used an unlocked Android device, saying they could have just also opened up the app to look at the messages. Telegram's Pavel Durov announced that the app is approaching 500 million users and will begin monetization next year. Telegram will introduce an ad platform in one-to-many channels. Private chats will remain ad-free. It may also offer premium stickers. All existing features will remain free. Telegram also introduced group voice chats Wednesday. China's State Administration for Market Regulation, or SAMR, announced it launched an antitrust investigation into the e-commerce giant Alibaba Group. 
The investigation will look into Alibaba's picking one from two practice, a widespread practice in China where online merchants are forced to choose an exclusive distribution channel or face having traffic blocked or listings removed. Last month, SAMR ordered a gathering of 27 e-commerce groups to halt the practice. In a separate statement, the People's Bank of China said it will also meet with Alibaba's ant group fintech arm over the coming days to implement financial supervision, fair competition, and protect the legitimate rights and interests of consumers. Last month, regulators pulled Ant's planned IPO two days before shares listed. The robotics company Neuro received the first permit in California to commercially deploy its driverless delivery vehicles. The company has been testing its vehicles in California since 2017 and received approval to test two driverless delivery vehicles in nine cities earlier this year. Commercial vehicles will be limited to 35 miles per hour and only operate in fair weather conditions. Earlier this year, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration approved Neuro to deploy up to 5,000 low-speed electric delivery vehicles with no human-facing controls in Houston. A report from Nielsen Super Data Research found that Among Us was the most popular game ever this November in terms of monthly players, with roughly 500 million. Despite this, it did not crack the top 10 top-grossing games of the month, with the $5 PC version accounting for 64% of the game's revenue, but played by just 3% of its user base. And finally, the information sources say Zoom is developing its own web-based email service with an early version potentially available to select customers sometime in 2021. The company is also looking into building its own calendar service and corporate directory software. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at DailyTechNewsShow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember... Have a super sparkly day.